everybody. So today I thought it would be fun to just do a little fun video because one of my fellow YouTubers, Jay Vaders, over on his channel, he did the favorite animated film from every year that he'd been alive. And he got it easy because he was born in 1991. So it was way easier than me, born in 1981. <laughs> a lot harder. Um, and I have done a previous video way back when I first started my channel of a movie for every year that I was alive. Uh, but uh, that's, I just thought this sounded fun. So I told him I was going to do it. And uh, so some of these there really was no main, there was no feature films. And so I had to do shorts uh, to talk about uh, particularly 1981 and 1985 were the tough years to talk about. So it's kind of interesting. All right, so let's do this. Okay, so here we go. 1981. I have uh, The Creation. This is a short by famed animator Will Vinton about the creation of the earth uh, from the biblical story. And the animation is very much like Vince Van Gogh and it's really pretty. And Jim Jill Jones does the narration. And uh, so uh, it's really it's really quite good. I enjoyed it very much. It's my favorite of all the different shorts that I watched. I even watched a Hungarian uh, Fox movie, which was cute enough, but I like this. This is the best, I think, of what I saw. All right, 1982, I pick The Secret of Nim, which is just so beautiful. It's such a wonderful story of a uh, talking about a strong female protagonist uh, with Mrs. Brisby, who doesn't want to be a hero, but has to do what she has to do to save her son. The animation is beautiful and voice acting is all really great. And I just love it. Um, my other pick for 1982 would be the snowman, which is the movie that I love. It's one of my favorite Christmas uh, movies based on the Raymond Briggs story of a little boy who builds a snowman and then the snowman comes alive. The music is so beautiful. The animation is so great. So those would be my two picks for 1982. 1983, I have Mickey's Christmas Carol. And this is just so delightful. You know, I love Christmas Carol. And uh, the only thing I wish is I wish they had just made it a full feature because I think it's so delightful having all of our characters be our, you know, our favorite Disney characters, all be characters in Dickens' Christmas Carol. And they, I think they do a pretty good job of like covering the base essentials of the story and it gets pretty scary at times. And I, I just, I like the animation. I like the music. We did a whole um, obscure animation on it for Christmas and it was a lot of fun. Uh, 1984 uh, is Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. This is one of the first features from Hayao Miyazaki. This is before Studio Ghibli was founded and it was just released in Japan in 1984. And I love this character. I mean, I, I love this film. It's particularly, I love Nausicaa as a character. I think she's such a hopeful character. She's so easy to root for. She's great. And I just, it's so beautiful, the world with these giant bugs. And, the, and uh, I don't know, I just really, really think it's a hopeful, lovely movie. 1985, uh, like I said, there was nothing this year. Um, I went with a short called The Big Snit. This was a pretty funny short. It's about these this couple that are uh, 
playing Scrabble and they get into a disagreement over Scrabble and all the while nuclear war is happening all around them, but they're just so caught up in Scrabble. It was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, 1986 uh, is The Great Mouse Detective. Uh, kind of underrated, I think, for Disney. Uh, it's really pretty a good, a pretty good mystery, and and the animation is good, and and I like the way it uses music, and the voice acting's all solid, and uh, and Radigan's a great villain, so it's it's pretty enjoyable. 1987 is another really weak year, but I do have a special place in my heart for the Brave Little Toaster, which is just kind of bonkers and crazy, but. I think it has some really cool animation and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Uh, then we have 1988, My Neighbor Totoro, and then also Akira. Those are my, uh, those are just so amazing. Both of those films, totally different, totally uh, different uh, styles of anime, but I love both. And, uh, you know, in My Neighbor Totoro is just such a, a lovely movie about childhood. And Akira is such an amazing uh, sci-fi uh, movie with incredible sound design, incredible animation. So uh, there you go. Uh, then 1989, of course, The Little Mermaid, one of, the, one of my favorite movies ever. I absolutely adore it. 1990, The Rescuers Down Under. It wasn't a very super strong year, but I, I kind of think this is a little underrated. I, I really like, I like it better than the original Rescuers. And I, uh, the flying scenes are amazing. And I think that McLeach is a pretty good villain, actually. So uh, then I have 1991, I have Beauty and the Beast. Of course, it's incredible. Uh, really fun villain in Gaston, who's everyone's favorite guy. And because one person doesn't like him, he he turns into this madman. Oh, by the end of the, the movie, you have great scenes, great songs. The, the Howard Ashman and Alan Macon songs are just incredible. Beautiful animation. I, I just love it. 1992, I did decide to go with Aladdin, even though I'm not like, I'm not as high in Aladdin as a lot of other people. I do like it a lot, uh, but it's just not in my top 10. It's in my top 20 of Disney, but it's certainly enough to get it as my pick for 1992. And it's just really fun. It, uh, the genie is just one of the best side characters in, in all of Disney. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think the rest of the characters can be a little bland for me, but, um, but the genie is amazing. Uh, so 1993, Nightmare Before Christmas, it really changed things. Henry Selleck's amazing stop motion animated film. Incredible. I love the heart to it. I love all the voice acting and the music is so good. Uh, 1994, The Lion King is what I would go with. I really think it has, uh, tons of heart. I think, uh, it's beautifully animated. I, I like the message of the Lion King. I like Scar as a villain. I really enjoy it. Uh, in 1995, I have Toy Story, which I just love the original Toy Story. And I think that Woody and Buzz are just such wonderful characters as you follow their journey. Uh, it becomes a sort of buddy movie. And the whole idea of like someone coming into your space and you being threatened by that. And, uh, and then Woody sort of grow through the character and a great voice acting of course and it's just the best i love toy story 1996 james and the giant peach is what i went with i uh, i really do like and again henry selleck's uh, stop motion animation uh, is really good i think the songs are really good uh it's uh it, you know just get pretty scary but you always got that heart in there too uh it's one of the better world dole i think adaptations 
So that's what I went with 1996. 1997, I go with Princess Mononoke. Beautiful movie uh, about uh, sort of man versus nature. It's pretty bloody. It's pretty intense. Uh, but I, I just, I, it's an incredible, something I get new things out of it every time I see it. Uh, so 1998 Prince of Egypt. I absolutely love this movie. I love all of the music. I love, uh, just the story of these two brothers and, uh, it's uh, my favorite version of the Ten Commandments and the Moses story. Then 1999, I have Iron Giant. It's just such a warm movie. It's such a lovely movie. It has so much heart, beautiful animation. It's the best. 2000, I go with The Emperor's New Groove. I think this is so funny. Uh, the, the laughs pretty much all work. I think the sentiment is actually really sweet. And uh, I think the animation is fun. So I, I enjoy, you know, Isma's kind of a fun fun villain too. I like Kronk. He's hilarious. So that works for me. Uh, then 2001, I have Monsters Incorporated. Really nice little buddy movie there uh, between Mike and Sully. I, I, you know, Boo is so cute and, and just their whole, whole journey. And it's so clever, the idea of the monsters underneath the bed. And, uh, I, I just, it's really fun. Then 2002, Spirited Away. This movie is so inventive, so creative. Everything that, everything that comes around the corner is a new idea and something unexpected and original and beautifully animated. And I like Chihiro's journey from becoming to becoming a fully fledged uh, person, you know, that, that she starts out as kind of this whiny baby and she, she goes into to this accountable, strong person. So I love that. 2003, I have Finding Nemo. So sweet. Uh, and it gets such emotion right away when, uh, when Merlin is just devastated about losing his son, the relationship between Dory and Merlin is so sweet. And, uh, I like both sides of it. I like Nemo in the dentist office with those characters. And I like, uh, Merlin and Dory and their story as well. It's so clever. So funny. So beautiful. The ocean is gorgeous. Love it. 2004, The Incredibles. Amazing. Love that family. <laughs> and I love Syndrome as the villain. He's amazing. And I think it has a lot to say actually about work and how toxic it is to be doing something that is your, that isn't you and, uh, trying to be something that you're not. I love that. Uh, 2005, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Uh, this is really funny. If you like uh, uh, if you like British humor, there's a lot of really fun humor here. Uh, you know, I just love Wallace and Gromit as characters. I love the stop-motion animation from Ardman. It's so fun. So there you go. 2006, I have Curious George, the beautiful uh, 2D animated film. It's just, I love all the colors. I just love how sweet it is. And and I love the Jack Johnson songs that they have. I think they really work. And uh, it's just a really lovely little 2D animated film. 2007, I have Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. I love Remy as a character. I love Pat Oswalt's vocal performance. I think it has a lot of laughs. I think that, uh, that Linguini and, and Remy's relationship is really fun. I really like 
the critic and especially the critic's speech at the end is so good with ego. And so it's great. Uh, 2008, I have Wally. I uh, just love this movie. I love, of course, the beginning, but then I also love the ending or the middle. I love the whole thing. I love the way when the captain learns that there's more and that, that he can have this richer, fuller life. And and then sort of once he realizes that, then he's more committed to to defeating the the, uh, the the computer, whatever it's called. I can't remember. But Wally and Eva are Eve are so adorable, and I just really like it. 2009, my favorite movie is Up. This was a really great year for animation, but it's my favorite Pixar movie. It's my favorite movie, and I just think it has such heart. It's all about regret and loss and dealing with it, and uh, and how Carl learns that he was really loved by Ellie all along. So great. Uh, 2010, I have Tangled. I love Tangled. I think it's the first romantic comedy that Disney ever did. And I think it has huge heart. And I love Mother Gothel as a villain. It's the last like really sort of truly wicked villain that we've had for Disney in a long time. So uh, I really love Tangled. 2011, I have The Adventures of Tintin. And this is just a really fun adventure for uh, kids uh, that just keeps going and going. It, it never loses steam. It's just a really fun ride and you know, uses that motion capture and it looks really good. 2012, I have Paranorman. I love Paranorman. I think it's a beautiful story about uh, this. You have the bullied kid in Norman uh, that trying to kind of help this, uh, this witch who's cursed uh, the town uh, that she is bitter because she was bullied and now she's become the bully. She's become the, the villain. And so he has to try to kind of talk to her and get through to her. And uh, it's just such a moving and wonderful uh, movie. And I just, I think the animation is so inventive and, uh, and, clever and funny. There's a lot of really good humor in here and I just love it. So there you go. 2013, I have Frozen and I absolutely love Frozen. I love the relationship between the two sisters. I love the, uh, the I love the music. I especially love how it really feels like a true uh, true Broadway musical, the way the songs sort of build off each other. There's more harmonies and, than in other Disney films. Uh, the talent in the singing is just amazing. I love Idina Menzel. Amazing. I love Let It Go. I think it's incredible. I love, uh, I think that Olaf is actually a really great side character because he's actually like important to the plot. He's the one that tells Anna about love and uh, it, so a lot of other side characters are just there for just fluff, but he's actually an integral part to the plot. And I appreciate that. And, you know, they've done so many villain reveals at this point that it doesn't feel as fresh. But when I first saw it back in 2013, I was so surprised about Hans. It really worked for me and I just really enjoy Frozen. 2014, I have the Lego movie. I really love the Lego movie. I think it is so beautiful, the animation, the way it moves and flows. I love all the humor. I think it's hilarious. And I think it has such heart with the idea of this child explaining to his dad how he plays and how he envisions the world, how he sees things. And I think it's never been captured so well as in that first Lego movie.
2015, I have Inside Out. And Inside Out, I just, I think it is so inventive. It is so creative. I absolutely love the dual journeys of joy, learning this more nuanced uh, definition of, of joy. <laughs> she thinks at the beginning that happiness is, is basically fun. And, uh, and then by the end of the, the movie, as she's humbled and goes on this journey, she realizes that it's so much more and that, it, that sadness is an important part of it. But then you also see this journey of Riley as she is going through the experience of not feeling joy and this sort of depression. And, and I just think at the end when she goes home to her parents and says, you know, that she, that she's honest with them and uh, that it's just such a beautiful moment between her and her parents. And, uh, and then as she's, you know, finally, everything's able to work out. She's able to feel joy. I absolutely love it. I think it's incredible. I love the animation. I love the music. I love, it's great. 2016, I have your name. Everybody knows how much I love your name. I love pretty much everything about it. I love the music. I love the animation. It's so beautiful. I absolutely love the relationship between Taki and Mitsuo. I love the way the movie builds. It starts just kind of light and fun. And so you get to sort of know and become attached to these characters. And then it it builds and builds and builds from there. And I think that the main message of the movie is that once you understand someone's humanity, you will do whatever you can to, to save them and to help them. Uh, and that that's, that's when things become evil, become bad, uh, is when we sort of take away that connection to the other that they talk about in philosophy. And that's when you can be racist, you can be horrible. And, and because uh, so, once Haki understands the value of Mitsuha, he's gonna he's trying to do anything he can to to find her and and he feels it in his bones he's got to help this person and uh and so he just it just keeps wrapping it right ratcheting up tension and tension and tension and tension until tell uh, you know you've got these moments with this you know this comet coming down and I just think it is so moving and it's so beautiful and uh and so I absolutely love it. It's amazing. 2017, I have Coco. I absolutely loved this movie. I love the whole message about, uh, about looking and having a connection with our ancestors. I love seeing Miguel as he comes to understand the legacy of his family and uh, you know what he first, he thinks it's all about being famous and Ernesto de la Cruz and and everything, but he comes to understand the the value of, of the ofrenda and the value of his ancestors uh, in the sacrifices that they made uh, in order for him to have music in his life and have uh, and he gets to understand his family who are starting out kind of difficult, but as he comes to understand the pain that they felt and what they had to go through with Hector. I, he understands them better. And when he finally is able to try to talk to Grandma Coco and get her to help save Hector, it's just such a beautiful, moving moment. And I absolutely love the music and I love the animation. And I just think it's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. So there you go. 
And then 2018, my favorite animated film is was was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I absolutely loved the animation. It was incredible the way that it combined the 2D and CGI together and it the way it flowed and moved was just so amazing to me. And I really thought there was huge heart in the story uh, for uh, Miles and his character and the interactions with him and his dad I thought was so moving. And also him dealing with his uncle, I thought that really worked. I thought it was really funny. I thought having these five different uh, Spider-Man was so brilliant in the way that they each had their own animation style uh so there was a you know spider hand and and uh, the anime spider spider-man and uh, spider gwen and all that stuff and all interacting together i loved sort of the snarky version of, of peter parker was really funny and I, I i just thought it was brilliant i absolutely love it so there you go. And uh, so 2019, I haven't seen very much so far. So I guess my favorite so far is the Lego movie too, the second part, because it was really fun. And I like how it sort of had this message of teaching kids the the value of, of, of your, your siblings and playing with your siblings. And that was a nice message. And so I enjoyed it very much. So there you go. That is my uh, my animated films for every year of my life. Uh, let me know what you think. And um, yeah, if you all want to do this one, it's a lot of fun. So thanks so much. I'll talk to you all later. Bye.